Canon releases new firmware as well as a new camera. The price of the Nikon D5 will drop again. There's an updated list of registered but not yet official Nikon cameras and some price savings on refurbished Nikkor Z mirrorless lenses. All of this on episode 38 of the Liam Photography Podcast. You're listening to the Liam Photography Podcast. I'm your host, Liam Douglas, and this is episode 38. I want to take a moment to thank all of my listeners for subscribing, rating, and reviewing in iTunes and anywhere else you might be listening to this show, which now includes Radio.com. I want to again thank the good folks at Radio.com for adding this show to their library. So this week, Canon has released firmware 1.4.0 for the Canon EOS R mirrorless full-frame camera. It was released on the 25th via Canon Mexico site and is expected to hit other global Canon sites on Friday, which would be today. The firmware 1.4.0 incorporates the following enhancements. Enhances eye detection autofocus for improved face and eye recognition at greater distances. Improved AF performance helps the camera to focus on and track smaller subjects. Reduces lag time between the actual autofocus and the AF frame display for images in the viewfinder or on the LCD. Fixes a phenomenon in which the AF frame size cannot be changed in servo AF setting. And also fixes PTP communication vulnerability. Now, as of today, I see that the link via CanonRumors.com article is uh, up on Canon USA website, where you can go over there and download it on the Canon USA site for the listeners of the show that are in the United States. I will go ahead and post a link to that in the show notes. I'm really excited about this. Um, Canon had announced a little while ago that they were making a major, some major enhancements to the eye detect autofocus to make it more on par with Sony's eye detect autofocus, and it looks like the wait is finally over. I had just recently updated to the 1.3.0. I'd gotten a little bit behind on updating my firmware, and now I'm going to have to go ahead and update it again because I haven't had a chance to do it in the last couple of days just because I've been extremely busy. Now the next firmware announcement from Canon is the release of 1.3.0 for the EOS RP. This was announced yesterday alongside the new EOS R firmware. Canon has also released a major update for the EOS RP. Version 1.3.0 includes the following enhancements and fixes. Similar to the EOS R 1.4.0 enhances autofocus eye detection to improve face and eye recognition at greater distances. Improved AF performance allows the camera to focus and track smaller subjects. Reduces the response time between the actual AF and the AF frame display to display the image in the viewfinder or on the LCD monitor. Corrects a phenomenon in which the main dial icon is not displayed when pressing the zoom in out button while the image is playing. And also corrects PTP communication vulnerability. 
The Canon EOS RP firmware 1.3.0 is officially available now, and I will include a link to that firmware as well in the release notes for this episode. The third announcement from Canon for this week is the release of the EOS M200 camera. Now, whether you're planning a weekend getaway or revel in documenting everyday moments, memory should be captured and easily shared. Offering social media enthusiasts high image quality, Canon USA, a leader in digital imaging solutions, introduces the EOS M200 camera. Great for those with wanderlust in their hearts, this camera ushers in a variety of new features such as vertical video, for those looking to step up from smartphone photography and enter the realm of interchangeable lens cameras. The M200 is available now for pre-order, but I will go into a little bit more of the details. Um, you, it can be pre-ordered now from Adorama and I'm sure B&H as well. I'll include a link in the show notes. The standout attributes of the EOS M200 camera, designed to capture life's special moments in vibrant color and clarity, the EOS M200 camera is built with quality and connectivity at its core. Key components include Digic 8 image processor, 4K UHD, full HD up to 60 frames per second, vertical video support, dual pixel CMOS AF, eye detection autofocus, convenient Wi-Fi and Bluetooth technology, capable of sharing photos and videos to social media platforms directly, compact, lightweight design, and compatible with extensive line of EOS M, Canon EF, and EFS lenses. Of course, the EF and EFS lenses are only compatible when using the Canon adapter. Thanks to an impressive 24.1 megapixel CMOS APS-C sensor, the EOS M200 camera is capable of rendering detailed images of your travel escapades or your family milestones. The tilting LCD with touchscreen allows for artistic expression when shooting subjects from a variety of angles, including selfies. Understanding the importance of sharing photos and videos, this camera is capable of transferring files directly to compatible smart devices using the Canon Camera Connect app. Images can then be seamlessly shared on social media platforms and web services or printed directly to compatible wireless Canon printers. Now for pricing and availability, the EOS M200 camera has an estimated retail price of $599.99 and is currently expected to be available sometime in October of 2019. For more information and the full list of product specifications, you can visit shop.usa.canon.com and I will also include that link in the show notes for this episode. Now, next up in the world of Nikon, the price of the Nikon D5 will drop by another $500 this weekend, which means starting today, or possibly a little bit later on this weekend. Uh, Many of the current Nikon rebates are set to expire this weekend, and some new offers will be introduced. The price of the Nikon D5 will drop by another $500. The new price will be $5,496.95. And you can expect to see the new pricing at Adorama, B&H, and Amazon this Sunday, September 29th at 12.01 a.m. Eastern Time. 
Nikon has also already announced the development of the next Nikon D6 DSLR flagship camera, um, which I mentioned in an earlier episode. And most people and analysts are speculating that the D6 will be Nikon's final flagship DSLR, much like most are expecting the 1DX Mark III, which Canon has already announced to be Canon's final flagship DSLR. More than likely, within a year, probably around 2021 at the latest, Canon and Nikon are both expected to introduce flagship mirrorless full-frame cameras for sports shooters, and I don't see that not happening. I'm pretty sure that's the way they're going to go. They're going to want to pick up the pace, both companies, fairly quickly so they can start making up uh, for lost ground to Sony over the last five years. Now, additionally, the price of the Nikon D750 will drop to $1,296 this weekend, which is another $100 off. And it's also confirmed that there is a 200 price drop on the Nikon Z6, $600 off on the Nikon Z7, and $300 off the Nikon D850, also coming this weekend. There is additionally a $100 price drop on the Sigma 100-400mm f5 to 6.3 DGOS HSM Contemporary Lens that is expected to start this weekend as well. In the next bit of Nikon news, we have an updated list of registered but not yet officially announced Nikon cameras. This list has come out officially today. The list includes the N1722, which is an interchangeable lens camera with Wi-Fi, with IEEE 802.11a, b, g, n, a, c, and Bluetooth. The battery will be the EN-EL15B. The charger will be the MH-25B. USB cable, which will be included with the camera, the UC-E24. A microphone, ME-1. And remote code, MC-DC2. Next, we have the N1834, which is a digital camera, Wi-Fi with IEEE 802.11b, G, and N. Bluetooth 4.1 will be included. Next, we have the N1845. All we know about that is it'll be a digital camera. Same with the 1847 and 49 and 50. The N1912 is possibly the rumored Nikon Z50, which will be Nikon's mirrorless APS-C body. This is rumored to be an interchangeable lens camera with Wi-Fi IEEE 802.11a, b, g, n, a, c, as well as Bluetooth. The battery will be the EN-EL25 7.6 volt and 1120 milliamp hour battery. The charger will be the MH-32. Now, the source for these is Nokashida and Photo Rumors. So those are the two sites that have this list of cameras that have been registered but not yet officially announced by Canon. Next, we have some good news for anyone who owns a Nikkor, our Nikon Z6 or Z7 mirrorless camera. Refurbished Nikkor Z mirrorless lenses now available with savings up to $120. 
the Nikkor Z 50mm f1.8 S lens, refurbished by Nikon USA. Regular retail price is $596.95. You will receive an instant savings of $100. You pay $496.95, and that is a limited time offer. Additionally, the Nikkor Z 35mm f1.8 S lens, refurbished by Nikon USA. Regular price is $846.95. Instant savings of $120. You pay $726.95. This is also a limited time offer. I will include the links to both lenses in the show notes if you want to go ahead and pick one up. Now would be a good time to do so. Now, all refurbished Nikon Z products can be found uh, both at Nikon's website and more re Nikon refurbished gear can be found at Adorama, B&H, Amazon, eBay, and Bydig. Now, none of those companies are sponsors of the show. I just thought I would share the information with my listeners. So it's definitely some exciting news. And like I mentioned a moment ago, if you're an owner of a Nikon Z6 or Z7 camera, might not be a bad idea to pick up one of these two lenses, especially if you've been waiting um, to get a little bit of savings. The 35 millimeter is a fantastic lens for street photography. It is the focal length that I prefer for street photography, even though I shoot with Canon. Um, I generally recommend if you're going to do street photography, stick with 35 millimeter. I know some folks you'll like to use the 50, um, but I just think the 35 millimeter gives a more distinctive uh, professional look and uh, makes for some great images, especially when you convert them to black and white. So just my two cents worth. Now, uh, one other item I wanted to discuss in this episode, or actually a couple of items um, that have come to me from Petapixel's site, the Hasselblad from the iconic Marilyn Monroe shoot is expected to sell for $300,000. Auction House Christie's is preparing to auction off the camera used by photographer Douglas Kirkland to shoot some of the most recognizable images of Marilyn Monroe. In honor of this impressive lot, they've put together a retrospective that takes you behind the scenes of this iconic and intimate photo shoot. Quote, it was really Marilyn Monroe and this Hasselblad that started my career, Kirkland says in the video. He was just 27 years old at the time, but had already started to make his name by photographing Hollywood stars. He had been a staff photographer for Look Magazine for only 18 months when they asked him to capture a sizzling portrait of Monroe for the magazine's 25th anniversary issue. That's how he found himself one evening in November 1961, staring through his ground glass viewfinder at one of the most iconic actresses of our time, then at the height of her stardom. The evening, uh, the evening Marilyn Monroe and Douglas Kirkland spent together was intimate, sexually charged, and extraordinary, as he recalls, writes Christie's in the full retrospective. And the chemistry between them resulted in some of the most famous photographs of one of the 20th century's greatest icons. Monroe died less than a year later. The camera that captured these images, Kirkland's 1959 Hasselblad 500C, uh, serial number 36980, is going up for auction on October 29th, bundled together with two magazine backs, two Carl Zeiss, the 50mm and the 150mm, 
and two limited edition archival pigment prints from the photo shoot. And if that's not enough, whoever wins the camera will also have the opportunity to host Douglas and Francois Kirkland for dinner and to have Douglas shoot his or her portrait with the Hasselblad. The lot is expected to fetch a staggering $200,000 to $300,000, but given the camera's history, the lenses, the prints, and the opportunity to meet and be photographed by the great Douglas Kirkland, we're not surprised. To learn more about this auction, head over to Christie's website where you can find the full retrospective, sign up to bid on the Hasselblad 500C lot, and check out the other items that will be going up on the auction block on October 29th as part of Christie's exceptional sale. Now this story originally came from the photo blogger. This is definitely pretty exciting, especially if you're somebody that's into uh, photographing celebrities and would like to get into that line of work. Uh, can, I can't imagine it's something that's easy to get into. Or if you're a fan of Marilyn Monroe, then this might be something you might want to bid on on Christie's side. That is, if you have the two to $300,000 to spare. Now, I don't know about anybody else, but for me personally, if I had the two to $300,000 to spend, I would probably spend it on one of the new Hasselblad digital systems. Um, I've always wanted to get my hands on a, on a Hasselblad for doing landscapes as well as commercial shooting. And if I had that kind of money to burn, that's where it would be going. Um, nothing against Douglas Kirkland. He's a great photographer. And he definitely captured some iconic images of Marilyn Monroe at the height of her stardom. But like I said, if I had that kind of money to spend, I'd probably just drop, drop 100 grand of it and get the latest, uh, I think it's the H6C100D. Digital Hasselblad medium format camera and a couple of lenses to go with it. And I would be a happy camper. So, but if you're one of those uh, folks that are really into Marilyn Monroe, you've got the money to burn. It might be something you want to jump on. I'll include a link to the auction site in the show notes for this episode. Now, the next little bit of news, a bear crashes, a wedding shoot, photo bombs, bride and groom. A Knoxville, Tennessee-based wedding photographer, Lee McCannon Edmondson of Gypsy Soul Photography, had to deal with an unexpected photo bomber at a recent photo shoot in Gatlinburg. While taking portraits of the newlyweds, a large black bear strolled into the background of her shop before taking a walk down the aisle. Edmondson tells Petapixel that the furry wedding crasher showed up after the ceremony was over, thankfully. Quote, after the ceremony, I did my normal ritual of family group pictures and bridal party pictures, then dismissed everyone to go on up the hill to the reception building to start eating, says Edmondson. I had the bride and groom with me starting to shoot when we all noticed this bear. She immediately led the bride and groom to another area so they could keep shooting, which is when the bear started walking down the aisle. Being scared didn't cross my mind. I just wanted the shot. However, when I... When I stood up, he made a huffing sound and started towards me, recalls Edmondson. At this point, I am beyond scared. He jacked my heart, heart rate up to Jesus. Fortunately, nobody, bear included, was hurt, and the creature eventually went on his way, but not before making this photo, uh, this a photo shoot to remember. It was probably the most adventurous photo session I have done, Edmondson tells Petapixel even more than the one time I shot a family and their pet possum. Okay, we're going to need to see some pictures of that one too. 
To see more of Edmondson's work, visit the Gypsy Soul Photography on Facebook and Instagram. And this story originally comes from the Huffington Post. So that would definitely be an interesting situation to have a bear crash a wedding photo shoot. Uh, not exactly sure that's something I'd want to have happen, but I would also, uh, as she did, use the opportunity to get some great wildlife images of the bear himself or herself. And I definitely wouldn't hesitate to do that. Uh, I wouldn't be afraid of the bear unless it like charged me or anything, because I grew up in northeastern Pennsylvania and black bears are fairly common there. Uh, did get the daylight scared out of me one time when I was younger, when my brother and I were with my dad and my uncle in the woods and we'd been cutting wood for winter time and we got surprised by a black bear as it was getting dark. Uh, but that ended up being a, a pretty mild experience. The bear was, uh, wasn't aggressive at all, but it also didn't want to get off the trail so we could get back to the car. <laughs> I guess it was determined it was going to lay there and sleep no matter what. Uh, with that, I am going to go ahead and wrap up episode 38 of the Liam Photography Podcast. I want to thank my listeners again for subscribing, rating, and reviewing in iTunes and anywhere else you might be listening to the show. Also, be sure to check out the Liam Photography Podcast Facebook group. You can join the group. It is a closed group, but you merely have to answer one question in order to join the group, and that is the name of the host of the show, which is myself. You can put Liam or Liam Douglas. Either one of those answers will get you in. And once you're in, you are allowed to upload five photos every 24 hours. They must be your own original work. Please do not share other photographers' work. Even with their permission, that will lead to you being banned. You can either upload uh, the images one every few hours, or you can do all five at once and let Facebook turn them into the little photo slideshow. Um, either one is perfectly fine. And if you would like to have a creative critique or creative criticism of your work, be sure to include in the post CC, please. And myself or one of the other photographers would be happy to give you some positive pointers on what you can do to up your game with your photography. Also, remember, if you have any, uh, want to text or call and leave a voicemail, you can reach the show at 470-294-8191. And as I said, you can feel free to text or call and leave a voicemail. Um, if you have a question or you want to leave a comment or if you want to make a suggestion for something you would like to hear covered in an upcoming episode, Feel free to do so. You could also email me at liam at liamphotographypodcast.com or you can use the contact us form on the liamphotographypodcast.com website under the contact us tab. I want to thank everybody again for listening and I will see you again next week in episode 39.